Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Welcome everyone to finally we uh, are starting the NFL season here. Week one, we've, uh, we're going to be uh, kind of getting back to our normal podcast here. And I guess speaking of normal podcast, welcome to Pulse of the Heartland here. Uh, Joey, you want to go over the socials real quick? I sure can. Twitter and Instagram. Hit us up on Heart, at Heartland Pulse. As always, search Facebook, uh, Pulse of the Heartland, and YouTube do the same. If you're watching us live on YouTube, make sure to go ahead and let all your friends know what they're missing out on. want to give uh, our buddy here, Homer Bryant, a shout-out. Got him to Bleacher Report with a great tweet during the uh, Oregon-Georgia game. And, uh, yeah, as everyone knows, we have the best takes. We make the best predictions. We give you the best advice, whether it's smoking meat or uh, picking sports stuff. So, yeah, let all your friends know, like, subscribe, and tune into all our stuff. And if you did Starting join us that time. Long, we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, Joey, what, what you drinking over there? Uh, it's been a busy week of by the smoker and everything, so I just got a couple 30 packs of Bush Light and finishing up the second one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Clark? Gatorade. Gatorade. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I make funny, but I'm drinking water, so I'm being kind of lame as well. H2O. <laughs> I've got uh, one of these high noons that I've never tried before. I didn't want to drink a beer. I just didn't feel like it right now. So this yeah. one's the uh, pineapple. Ooh, that's uh, a good one. That's a good one. I, I've never had a high noon. Uh, they were in my fridge from, I uh, I don't know how long, probably about as long as my uh, wedding beers. So Yeah. <laughs> Clark, when was the last time you bought alcohol? My wedding. I, I bought, <laughs> I looked like I had probably 30 cases of beer. I had an open bar and I took three quarters of it home. So, damn. All right. I sent trash bags full home with a couple of the groomsmen. And yeah, I'm still drinking on what I had left. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that that's always good. You buy it for one big occasion, and now you just got a bunch left over. Yeah. That's where all the Templeton was from, too. I had, I bought, a like, a case of Templeton. Nice. I've got one bottle left. One bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ryan, what you drinking on? So I'm going to your guys' part of the woods. I've got uh, Okaboji Westo Coco. Ooh. Westo's good. <clears throat> they, they got some pretty good beers up there. Um, I've had one so far, and the last time I had one, I was like very. It's got a good pour there. I was my allergies were just terrible that night, so I'm hoping I'm not allergic to it. This is a test number two. Nice. What you got? Oh, Let's yeah. see. That's well, good, Joey. Joey, you kind of mentioned you were on the smoker this weekend. What would you? Uh, would y'all smoke? Oh man, I had a whole bunch of stuff. So Friday night, got in. Real late, I was planning on doing a pork loin or something that night, but yeah, I didn't get into about 10. Uh, so Saturday, I bought steaks and potatoes, um, did those on the grill on the smoker. Um, that was pretty simple and easy. Uh, and then Sunday, did uh hot dogs and burgers, but before that, I did shredded beef. We had a little get together with Rochelle's mom and her uh stepdad today, so we had lunch. I did shredded beef and then made some smoked mac and cheese this morning. Also did breakfast on the smoker. Um, yeah, it was just a little bit of everything the last few days. So yeah, it was a good weekend. I love 
any weekend that I could spend by my smoker. And then, you know, when it's a long weekend, you got the first weekend of football going on. That's even better. It's, it's just, a, to me, it might as well just be a national holiday. Did you even turn the smoker off at all? Or did you just let it run through the whole weekend, man? <laughs> it, it burned itself out a little yesterday, so I had to uh, clean up the ash pot, but everything else is good. But, yeah, I did turn it off, unfortunately. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty awesome. It's finally, it mm-hmm. finally is that kind of where it's not super fucking hot where you don't want to be over that smoke the whole time. So Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's so, what I did. Uh, and then next weekend... Uh, I leave for Vegas Sunday night, and I don't get in until late Friday. So even with the Cyhawk game, I don't know if I'm going to have a party or anything. I may, We may be pouring concrete Saturday morning, so I need to get that shit over with quick. But uh, afterwards, yeah. I may just do – I've been seeing a lot of those shotgun shell things on uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. So I may try some of those, or I may just do some jalapeno poppers and go from there. There's also a UFC, so might need to uh, – Make a long smoke for that whole day. Mm-hmm. Someone enjoyed mm-hmm. the end of the day there. Trent, exactly. Trent just mentioned in chat that he don't not to forget he made his cornbread. So I would say oh, we're right. all kind of, that, I would say that's definitely. Well, you made bread on the smoker too. Oh God, yeah, I completely forgot the bread we made. Uh, I still have some. Uh, Rochelle just had a bunch of dough that she was at last minute came over Saturday with uh, her daughter and their dog, and she's like, "Do you?" have a way that we can do that in the oven i was like i have the smoker running might as well just throw it on there and try it and that's what we did mm-hmm. it turned out well did you could you actually taste the smoky flavor in the uh in the um, bread i don't know i've never this was a new recipe she had so i don't know how much you were supposed to taste it um yeah it was pretty damn dense so it was good uh it was more like a parmesan herb flavor so i don't know how much smoke flavor actually got in it but it was good regardless what about you? what about you two? Did you guys do any smoking or anything this weekend? No, no. Another we're gonna do stuff. we're gonna do pork chops on Wednesday, but not at the moment. Anything nice? Well, speaking of smoke, I was surprised, uh, uh, Clark. You, you called it. Uh, Kay, you didn't get smoked this weekend. They actually smoked someone else. Woo-wee, was that a barn burner, baby? That was. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was a little shocked at how well I. I we knew we had to call it when they're going to win this time, but holy shit, I didn't expect them to win by that much. Leopold's <laughs> actually got them playing well. Yeah, look good. So, Have that offense rolling. Yeah. Uh, them Hawkeyes don't know what that is. But. I was going to say, don't ask Joey what an offense is. <laughs> I'll dive into it more uh, on uh, Thursday's uh, podcast when we dive into yeah. our college football stuff, but uh, I'm very disappointed. Uh I don't think our offense got any better whatsoever. And I have a whole new scheme for Brian Ferentz if you would just fucking listen to me. But I'll go into it then. Oh, yeah. Well, a little teaser for uh, for Thursday. But, mm-hmm. yeah. That, I will that give one... you this. It doesn't involve a quarterback. It doesn't involve <laughs> <laughs> the, the bet for the Iowa game, the best he- headline I saw, it said Iowa victory. But it took the O's out of there because there was no O on Saturday. That was, that was the, <laughs> probably the best thing that I saw. Yeah, I mean, I like I told you guys, uh, you guys were just going on in the group chat, and I wasn't pissed at all uh, at you guys. It's just I'm glad I had it on mute because for my own sanity, it just made the game – it would have made the game just unbearable. It was already fucking hard to watch anyway. So, yeah, and the hate was definitely warranted. So, yeah. 
<laughs> well, it wasn't more hate. It was just kind of joke. Like, because the joke is always Iowa's offense is terrible, and they're like, well, they're bringing in a bunch of starters, and and they'll be right. They'll be you know better than last year, which was atrocious, and then this year just. You you also have one of the Williams that that was a returning running back. So I mean, getting at being out one of your main two wide or I'm sorry, but running backs that kind of hurt you a little bit, I think. Yeah, and two of the two of the six uh, scholarship wide receivers we had sat out the game for some reason, and then two more were injured, so we only had two scholarship receivers playing in the game. Oh, really? Not to make excuses, because he still had fucking Sam Laporta, and our running game was supposedly better. Yeah, you know, the tight end was just non-existent. Peters couldn't hit me um, if I was standing two feet from him. Like he just, <laughs> just was not good. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. No reason to go dive into it now. I'll have more analysis and pretty funny, stupid fucking stats uh, on when, our Thursday night oh. podcast. That that was. I mean, the, the national media is all over. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely bring out some just amazing stats that you go. That, Surely they can't be real, but yeah, we'll we'll break them out on a uh, on Thursday when we go live here. And then, uh, Ryan, do we want to touch on the Tigers a little bit, or are we just going to Ooh. glance or sk- um, skip over that? So I'll be honest with you guys. After uh, the funny thing is, is after uh, the dropped punt, the second one at the end there, I just turned the TV off. I was like, screw this, done. <laughs> I get back and I go upstairs and go talk to Beck, and I look on Twitter, and it's like. What the hell happened here? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it was a lot more exciting than what I what I thought it was at the end. I don't know how they got the ball back, how they scored, and how they you know had the ability to have a black uh, block <laughs> field goal. But um, the funny thing is, the special teams coordinator is the only one that came to LSU with with uh, BK, mm-hmm. and their special teams don't know what they're doing. They had two blocked field goals. They had they had uh, two two drop punts, um, same player dropping the punts. So that, that's got to be figured out. Um, they're all American wide receiver, Boutte, Boot, Booty, whatever, Boutte, I think he goes. He didn't, even, he didn't even look like he wanted to be there. There was one pass that got thrown to him in the end zone, and he didn't even look for the ball. And the rest of the time, he just looked pretty disinterested in the game. So that's got to I, – I don't know what that's about. Um, my uh, – my prediction for 10 wins is going to be very tough to get to this year. I know from what I see and their defense just didn't look good. You know, LSU is to be DBU and, and I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. it it didn't look good. So we'll, we'll see what I think. uh, I don't know who we play next. Sure. It's some easy out of conference game and we'll see. No, Southern is Nebraska. I'm not sure who it is, but but uh, no, I would say speaking of uh, booty, I was, I was we I, one of my points we'll talk about on Thursday as well. After the game, he completely deleted everything off of social media. Doesn't follow LSU. There's so, a couple mm-hmm. of wide receivers that did that. So after the game, apparently there were a bunch of death threats to them. Mm. Well, we, but it wasn't Jesus. booty that was the one that fumbled, was he? <clears throat> fumbled the uh, both of them. All a lot. I guess a lot of the team had death threats at. Them. So, nothing says diehard fan like I'm gonna kill you, bitches. Yeah, that, that, that's getting a little, too, yeah, a little too extreme, I guess. But I just God, I, even I, Nebraska you know, doesn't we, do that. We had this discussion last year. I don't understand how you can't separate life from football and entertainment. It's not, it's not that important in life in the grand mm. scheme of things. So, I'm an LSU alum, and so you think I'd be like, God oh, damn it, it's yeah. it's just football, guys. Come on. 
Yeah, I mean, we, we get it. It's SEC. It means more, but holy shit. Like, let's just <laughs> settle down. Yeah, it says Speaking bring out pitchforks and some fire, quite like a yeah. Twitter death threat, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, Trent's not here. Otherwise, I mean, De- Decker, uh, Iowa State won 42 10. They, uh, they did what they needed to. It was good not to have a game that we didn't have to sweat out, which makes me feel better. Cam- Campbell, the big thing that. He always struggles with his games early on in the season going way too vanilla and not pushing hard enough. This game, he did exactly what he needed to. They they were aggressive on offense, and they didn't let the pedal off the metal. So, I mean, nothing really to talk about. It was, a again, it's the cheap gimme win, getting ready for Cyhawk this week. But, I don't know, I, I really think that as is, is terrible as Iowa's offense looked, I think, that was, I think it's going to be a 180 difference. I, I guarantee on on – Saturday, they put both teams are putting up some points. So, man, you know, think it, so? It can't be worse, Joey. That that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it can't be worse. I still, I don't know. I don't need to dwell on this anymore. It's just going to ruin the start to my week. But yeah, I I just can't see Iowa putting up points against anybody. That that whole thing was anemic. So hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully, there's a few pick sixes for Iowa and. They still end up winning by 14. As long as their offense doesn't become a liability, I think you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, if, if they ever get into the the turnovers, that, that's when you're going to have an, an issue. But, yeah. We'll, we we'll, are, go, we'll go ahead. We are one good defense away from turning the ball over multiple times in that game. South Dakota State, I mean, granted, they, they are a good defense, but not Division Five good defense. And multiple times, Peaches threw it, and it went through guys' hands on that defense. Like it was, it was terrible. I, I haven't does, seen a quarterback play that bad. Does Iowa have a, a backup quarterback that could replace him? Padilla, Padilla um, has more mobile, more mobility, um, and he can throw on the run better. I still don't know if it's the scheme or if it's the quarterback play. The quarterback play was very bad. But Petrus looked last year more than capable of making some throws, and somehow he doesn't this year. And he's a year older, and the offense should have had more time to gel. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but no, to answer your question uh, shortly, no, they don't. <laughs> didn't uh, what was the? Did you say Padilla? Padilla? Yeah, Padilla. Didn't he play in their bowl game last year? Yep, they split time. Yeah. Okay. And fans were calling for him at halftime, and Kirk didn't put him in. Now, now, is that Kirk's decision or is that Farron, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Brian's decision on something like that? Do you, oh, do you even know? There's no decision that's not Kirk's. He's no, He's got no. his hand so far up his son's ass that it doesn't matter. Yep. He had it with uh, the guy that came from Texas and then Ken O'Keefe when he was the offensive coordinator. That's why O'Keefe left. That just made mm-hmm. him have more control. And that was just go to a quarterback room for the Miami Dolphins. Like, yeah, Kirk just has total control over everything with that whole team. Yeah. Well, I guess when you have 24 years of tenure, you get to be able to do whatever the hell you want, I suppose. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, I would say that'll be a, that'll be this weekend. We'll, we'll break it down a little bit more in depth, the, you know, what each team has to do to win, stuff like that on Thursday. And it'll be the same time. We're going to try and do these live recordings closer to like 830, maybe earlier, just to kind of get more of a routine. So, but kind of the uh, I would say kind of the big thing we wanted to talk about when we finally got here NFL Week One here. So 
I'd say season's going to start out this year on Thursday. The Bills are going to be at the Rams. Uh, Bills are two and a half point favorites actually on the road versus the Rams. Um, then kind of the other, honestly, I just put our three favorite teams in there. If we, if there's a team that you want us to talk about, we put it in the chat and we can, we can talk about it briefly as well. But, um, Sunday we, we got the uh, Saints are five and a half point favorites at Falcons. Uh, Chiefs are four and a half pay- favorites at the uh, Cardinals. And then Packers are actually a one and a half point favorite at the Vikings here. So, um, honestly, I guess let's just start with Thursday. How are you boys feeling about that game? Rams. An exciting one. You think the Rams, huh? Yep. Uh, I, I mean, I picked the Rams for – no, I didn't. I picked the Bucks for my Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. If it lives up to that uh, Chiefs-Rams game from a few years ago or the Chiefs-Bills game, uh, basically cool. if either team can replicate the Chiefs, I think the other team will be, you know, it'll be it'll be a great game either way. Yeah. Why, why are you choosing the Rams over the Bills? They're at home. They're at home? All right. Yep. Defending Super Bowl champs. You don't think they got a target on their back? I mean, Aaron Donald's going to come out, probably kill about three people. You know, that's just going to kill the morale of the Bills. Um, Literally kill it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's my How many prediction. helmets does he have? <laughs> <laughs> Approximately three homicides by uh, by the end of four. Yep. That is a, that's a hot take we got there. I know that much. <laughs> No, I, Did you get I the that, line for that one, Bryant? What's that? Did you get the line for that one? I might have missed it. Uh, the Bills? Yeah, uh, minus two. Yeah, minus, minus two. two minus two and a half uh, Bills, yeah. Okay. Thanks. I just missed that one. Yeah, I, I think the Bills, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just think it's going to be a great game. Usually the first Thursday night game is going to be good. If I had to make a prediction, that AFC is so deep. With every single fucking team, I'd probably go with the Bills too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm Bill, Bills cover. Uh, I wouldn't say I just Josh Allen. They've been hyping him up so much. I think if they, I think the Rams' only shot is if they shut down that uh, shut down Diggs, and then you know hope that Allen makes mistakes. But I don't know. I think the Bills are the real deal this year. I, I like I said, I I think they they host the AFC Championship. I still think the Chiefs win, but I think the Bills are are legit. And if they're not, well, it's better for my Chiefs. So. I, until I see it, though, I think the Bills are going to cover on that one. But yeah, um, yeah, that's going to be my first official bet is the the Bills covering. Yeah, I'm I don't know. I don't think LA is a real home field advantage. I just don't. No, I I, I think I've even I, seen videos of them pumping sound into the stadium. It's it's brand new and no one goes there. LA LA is just it's not a it's not a passionate city for sports. Maybe the Dodgers. I'll say maybe the Dodgers and probably probably Lakers basketball. Mm-hmm. But for football, I just it's just not. A, I don't think it's a passionate city. No, you, you UCLA had record low attendance in the. You play in the Rose Bowl. Like I don't care if you're playing. You know they played a uh, Bowling Green. Who gives a shit? It's week one of college football, and if you haven't you have, if you haven't been ready for months, hyped up, ready to, ready to play. I mean that—that's their excuse. Oh well, we got the beach here. Well, you have a football I, team here too. You have—you have more football teams there than you know most states. So, I remember last year LSU opened up against UCLA. There are more LSU fans there. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. LA's fake sports town, or sorry, fake football town. 
Yeah, they'll they'll sell out every game. They've got the population, but it's not gonna, it's going to be more corporate than anything is what it's going to be. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Saints four, five and a half point favorite. They got a they got Jameis back, don't they? Yes, sure do. They got Jameis. They got uh, the Honey Badger. Uh, how who who the hell is? I, oh, they got. Uh, did they figure out the suspension on Alvin Kamara? Uh, it sounds like they're not going to be touching it this year. Yeah. This year? Yeah, it sounds like, from everything I've heard, it sounds like probably next year is when they'll really dig deep into it. But um, I, I imagine with all the Deshaun Watson stuff, they didn't want to get into it right away. Uh, so, yeah, Kamara, Kamara should be playing. Yeah. Right. Right, right around. Hmm. Well, I guess we did have that with Clark last year. He had all that issues in the preseason, and they just kind of pushed it out into the offseason. So. Yeah. Right. No. So then I guess the Saints have that as well. I guess, Joey, are you having any confidence in the Falcons, or are you putting your money on the Saints? Uh, well, you brought up, you know, teams pumping uh, sound into their brand-new stadium. I mean, the Falcons have had that already. So uh, I – I don't have confidence in the Falcons. Uh, I don't think that they have a good enough team to compete with most of the NFC. Um, the Saints, with Jameis, they're coming off of a not great year. Um, we'll see how – I'll put it this way. I, I, the game's going to go how the Saints go. Um, if they look like mm-hmm. shit, I think the Falcons can win the game. If the Saints look really good, I think they blow up Falcons. So those are my thoughts. Any any confidence you know, in Mariota? Uh, I don't like I, I, as we mentioned before. I I think he's good enough to win us five or six games and keep us out of that number one spot for the draft, <clears throat> which really sucks. But Ritter, I shit you not, looks really good. Uh, he looked really good in the preseason. I don't know. I don't think he's the quarterback of the future. I don't think they have that quarterback of the future on the depth chart. But uh, if he could, I don't know, piece together something good for the next couple years. Uh, keep progressing with Kyle Pitts, maybe get a couple more weapons for him. Who knows? Um, it, that division is wide open after the Buccaneers. Uh, Baker Mayfield was probably the second best quarterback in that division, and he wasn't even in the top 32 quarterbacks last year. So um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But uh, I will also be in Atlanta tomorrow night driving through on my way to Savannah. So if I get any new uh, new information as I'm driving, I'll let you know. A little bit insider. All that insider information is driving through Atlanta, huh? Exactly. I got a feeling Jameis Winston's going to be riding high after watching his uh, old alma mater, the Seminoles, lay waste to the Tigers down there in the Superdome. So (laughs) he's going to be feeling it. He's going to be slinging the rock. He's going to be. (laughs) He's going to be eating them W's. Yeah, eating them W's. You got to do the, yeah. God, what a terrible celebration that was it was just so right. awkward to watch too you remember that like it was to pump everyone up and everyone's going what in the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> <laughs> eating a w there the dude the dude is a weird weird cat like he's just mm-hmm. a weirdo i don't get it oh gotta love him remember he got suspended a game because well and because other kids made a big deal of it because he just was in the middle of their memorial union and he yelled the fucker right in the pussy and he, no, I mean, right. I just yeah. says, does about that all the time. I remember the crab legs, but yeah, it's... it yeah, was him. Legs. Okay, for some reason, I was uh, 
in my brain it was either him or Cam. What did Cam? Oh, he sold computers in Florida. That's right. Laptop. Yeah. Yep. But uh, he was Jameis was also that game that he was suspended. Remember, he he suited up and was warming up, just hoping that Jimbo Fisher at the time forgot that he was suspended. And I've never seen a more disappointed look and a coach directly to the kid's face. He's like, he's like, go change. And he turns around. And it was just the, just like the biggest eye roll. Like I have to babysit this child here, basically. So I don't know. Maybe he James. was like. Maybe you thought he was Patrick Mahomes. They were going to do a Len Dawson tribute, and then he came off the field. And <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it was only for one play, right? <laughs> right, right, coach. Mm-hmm. Idiot. Well, mm-hmm. we'll, keep, we'll keep moving along here. Chiefs uh, four point favorites at Cardinals. Clark, what do you think? Chiefs going to win, baby. By how much? <laughs> Probably about a million. Oh, I like your I like your in depth analysis, Clark. <laughs> what what more is there to say? Patrick Mahomes, touchdowns. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. Woo! But, but you're also getting I, Kyler Murray before COD comes out. That's the big yeah, thing. He's gonna be at best, you know, that old Call of Duty. He just doesn't care the interest, so he's got to find something else to keep him entertained, like football. You know, so. Once the, the PlayStation beta comes out in like ten days or something, that's yeah. so it's week one. You guys caught him at the worst time because once yeah. that beta comes out, he's trying to you know make everybody prove them prove them right about giving him money. You know something stupid like that. So, did you guys ever see Kyler Murray had the uh, gaming headset on the side sideline? What? So when he was calling plays. I'm pulling up an image oh. right now. When he was calling plays, he was using his gaming headset that he uses when he's playing, uh, when, when he when he's like streaming and stuff. Oh some turtle beaches or what? What's that? Does he have some turtle beaches going or what? No, they they're it's like the two hundred dollars super fucking nice ones, but yeah, it, it was. Uh, I'm waiting for it to load right now, but he was. I went, Does he have a controller in his hand? Because that'd been awesome if he was just like. So into it, thinking he was playing a game of Madden, just picking the plays. I'm That's what he was using to pl- uh, pick his plays, calls plays. Exactly. The controller. <laughs> That's that's what they should do is put him like in the injury tent with a monitor hooked up to like a simulated Madden, a simulated Madden, which is a simulation of actual football, so he could pick plays and that just goes to the backup quarterback or whatever. Jesus Christ, yes. guys, let's try four verticals. Well, that didn't yeah. work. Let's try four verticals again. Do it again. What do they? What does he play? Uh, they say in uh, "Remember the Titans." We're, we're going to run it until it's perfect. It, that, that's what he's just going to be doing. Just four verts, and then he's going to do a clown slant or whatever the hell else the generic plays are called. So, but Rip yeah, fifty-two like, trap. <laughs> fifty-two trap. Who's the? Uh, who, who are his wide receivers now that Hopkins is out? What six games? Fucking uh, Hopkins. AJ Green's one. Okay. Yep. Is he still? Or I thought I know yeah. he's been in the league for a while. I wasn't sure if he was still on. Yeah, he got traded know, during the a, during the draft night. We didn't do a fantasy league, so I didn't check any rosters this year. <laughs> got Hollywood Brown. So jaded over there. Joey is just so jaded. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, he does like right Hollywood now. Brown. And then AJ, AJ Green, Brown. Rondale Moore. 
Yep. Marquise Brown. Oh, yeah, Hollywood Brown. You just said that. Don't really. I don't really know the other three. So, who did Rondale Moore play for before? Was that the Bucks? Purdue. Purdue. That, well, actually, that is where I remember him. I, I did, couldn't even remember. Yeah. Is he a rookie this year? Nope. Second year. Oh, maybe he's just injured. I I don't remember him last year at all, but. I mean, looking at this offense, I, I I don't know. They don't really got a great tight end. They got Zach Ertz, who's oh, surprised he's questionable and, and might not play because he's injured again. <laughs> um, I yep. mean, they got a they got a, a decent D. De- I, I I think I don't know. Lo- looking at this offense, nothing really scares me about them. I mean, <laughs> I think the biggest thing we're gonna have to worry about is Kyler scrambling. But if we can get that under control, then you know. I think it takes care of itself. I mean, J.J. Watt's kind of a shell of himself. He's still going to have his moments, but that defense doesn't really worry me too much. I think the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs defensive improvements are going to help contain those scrambling quarterbacks. You know, they added Justin Reed. He's a heavy-hitting, large safety. He's going to get that done. They're, they added some linebackers with some quickness. Uh, <laughs> I think Gay is one of the freaking quickest linebackers out there. Dude's phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. Bolton, he's back. He's a uh, second year. So, and yeah. then they added uh, uh, Leo Chanel, and I think Karloftis is pretty speedy off the end. So, I, I um, think they got the weapons to keep up with Kyler. So, it's just a matter of not letting them. I mean, he's a slipper little bastard. So, yeah, he does. You know, we will always make fun of him. He looks like a toddler running, but he's fast as shit. So, <laughs> yeah. we can contain him. I think we'll be fine. But yeah, we. I think we have the speed on defense to at least compete. Um, well, here's the big one for me: the the total over under is fifty three and a half. That is a lot of points for for week one. Yeah, I think that. Let me see here. I think that is the highest right now. Yeah, Chiefs are fifty three and a half. Then you, I would say the Bills and Rams fifty two and a half. Yep, and then Raiders, uh, Chargers is fifty two. So we got a few high high scoring games, and and lo and behold, two two of them involve three of the uh, AFC West teams. So. I think it's just going to be offense, offense, offense in that fucking league all year. So yeah. Um, well, and then the final one: pa- Packers one and a half point favorites on the road at Vikings. Uh, Ryan, you're 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 the expert. <laughs> How much are the uh, Vikings going to win by? Um, ten. Ten. <laughs> ten. Go ten. I I don't know. I. I guess, you know, it was the same way with uh, LSU having a lot of hope here right away. Mm-hmm. They could just completely fall on their face. But just – did you guys see the report about uh, this this week um, on the Vikings again about just how toxic it was with Mike Zimmer? Uh-uh. Yeah, there was another there's another article that came out this week. And even Terrence Newman, who he played cornerback till he was like 50 with the Vikings, even he came out and said some stuff. And he was like Zim's – best best favorite player he's ever had so it, there were some things that it was just bad really bad um one of one of the offensive assistants was calling zim satan throughout the last few years so yeah that's where we were um the culture just seems to be way better in minnesota uh the players just seem to be way happier i, I think uh you know we there's a stat that they were every, almost every game you know with two minutes left in each half, we would have been 15 and two if we didn't let other teams score with two minutes left. Uh, sounds like the defense is really confusing people. Uh, our offense got 
nothing we got better i mean we we definitely got worse we definitely got better in my opinion so i yeah i, I just think we're gonna have an awesome this year this year green bay doesn't know what to expect with uh with us um we saw we saw what green bay system is last year they didn't have any any staff changes besides nathaniel hackett but i assume lafleur is going to be the one doing everything so yeah. yeah i think uh i think uh one by ten i how, saw how lazard you- i saw lazard is questionable too Yikes! Well, I was—that's what I was going to actually get to uh, with a uh, with Lazard being their top receiver. I mean, how are your corners? Because if you got—I I don't keep up with the Vikings at all, but I mean, if you got anything above average, you just have to cover him. And I—I I can't even think of their their second target at that point. Sammy so, Watkins. Yeah, Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have Patrick Peterson as our number one. Who? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if he can be a shell of his former self, that's you're going to have a top, you know, a top corner. Um, number two is interesting. It, it's kind of a mixture between uh, Cam Dantzler. Uh, I can't remember what the rookie's name is at the moment, but Cam Dantzler was a interesting person. He he's in his third season. He was drafted by Zim in like the fifth round, and he came up really quick. Just really improved. Um, for some reason, he was one of those players Zim just absolutely hated. When he was a rookie, he was the top-rated rookie cornerback in the NFL. Um, like, it wasn't even close. Uh, then last year was the second year. He was um, he was non-vaxxed, which Zim hated anybody that was non-vaxxed. So he was already on Zim's shit list there. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't know why he why Zim hated him so much, but he gave uh, – God, who was the guy that used to be Kansas, Kansas City, too? He was, he was in Kansas City before we got him. He was – the like the worst cornerback in the whole league played the whole season and cam didn't see any time until the second half and then uh when he started seeing time he was a top rated cornerback in the league so i think cam dancers as second will be pretty legit i think we'll be fine the big thing is is now we have a couple edge rushers that are going to be able to put pressure on and our corners hopefully won't have to have that much you know uh pressure Mm -hmm. on them so i'm trying to think who that cornerback was uh, it, it's not, it's not, uh, I'm drawing a blank thinking of it, but I would say I was just co- kind of going through the depth charts on both. I mean, yeah, Allen is questionable right now. You have a shot Breland. Oh, Breland. Yeah. I say it wasn't Marcus <clears throat> Peters. So no. Yeah. No, no. I was, yeah. He's, he's with Rams still, isn't he? Or is he with the Ravens? No, he got traded to the Rams last year. My bad. But we still have Harrison Smith at safety, who's gonna he's always gonna be a top ten safety. Um Lewis Sinney, who we got out of was he Auburn, I believe we got him from or Georgia. I can't remember where we got him, but he's a rookie. Um he's amazing and we had a rookie last year too at safety that was just absolutely phenomenal. So I think I think we're gonna be fine. I really do. We're not playing nineties football anymore. I think we have a I think we have a legit team this year. Yeah, I'm saying and- I I, I know I know Rogers is accurate, but you got an you had the Lazard questionable Watkins that's older, Randall Cobb that's old as shit. I mean, I if you can stop if you can stop Rogers from making those types of weapons relevant, you'll, you're going to be just fine. I think the only thing I'm worried about is none of these starters played um, during the preseason at all. Now it sounds like when they had the joint practice with the 49ers, they just absolutely dominated. But uh, still, they don't have any actual live play time, you know, in games. So, well, we'll see. You know, I, I feel pretty confident that they'll be fine, though. 
Now, was it Jimmy G playing or was it Brock Purdy? Because if it's Jimmy G, that makes sense. But Brock Trey Lance. <laughs> Trey Lance. Oh, out of I was 0 for 2 on them. Yeah. Trey Lance. Yeah, that'll be fine. Joey, Joey you, you have a problem with that one? <laughs> that is the my hottest Iowa take State. I've ever heard. I tell you what. My Iowa State migraine's already setting in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's only Monday. Monday, my friend. We'll wait till the end of the week. So how soon after Trey Lance, if he starts sucking, who knows, he might be amazing. But, you know, you have a couple interceptions or something. How soon do the Jimmy G chants start coming out? Wait, is Trey the starter for week one? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy G is the backup. I, hmm. it, to I, me, I mean, I it think depends. they give him a – go ahead, Joy. Okay, I was, all right. Uh, for me, it depends on – if the mistakes are because of him, if he's the reason they suck on offense, then they come out soon because Jimmy G is nothing if not efficient and can move the ball. Whether mm-hmm. they can win the game or not with Jimmy G, that, that's a different game. But uh, if it's because of the receivers and stuff, I think they just stick with Trey Lance, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. if for some reason, uh, George Kittle just decides to be an Iowa State tight end and drop balls and not be very good, then yeah, that happens. Uh, and then they keep Lansing. So yeah. Yeah, they've they've said that it's Trey's team. Jimmy's backup. He's that's what he's there for. So yeah. we'll just make sure I would say remember right behind Clark there, we have the the chart for the best tight end in the league, and then a uh, tight end that's injured a lot of the time, and we focus on some blocks that he makes occasionally. You know, and then sets a single game record for receiving yards. Per Did you get Irv up there, Clark? Is that who the third no, is? No, I haven't messed okay. with it. I saw there's a third. I didn't know. He's got to play a game before I uh, give him room on the board. You know, mm-hmm. so I get it. I get it. At least one more week. That's yeah. right. He's uh, he's looking to start this week, so he might only play a quarter, but he's looking to start this week. This is just the age old argument, and I'm just gonna leave it on display for every single week. You know what we could have done? We could have had an actual fantasy league, and I could have drafted Kittle. One of you guys could have drafted Kelsey. And then we could have went head-to-head, and it would have been so much fun. I got to leave it on display for all the viewers right here, Joey. Mm-hmm. Right here. I'm never going to leave that alone until we have our own fantasy league. Never. Yeah. Let's just um, let's start it right now. Get it going, Joey. Come on. I'm on you know, ESPN. Do not fuck with me. Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantasy league with just Ryan and Joey. Go. Yeah. All right. I'll be right back. I'm going to turn my camera off. I'll be back in a second. I'm going to. I'm going uh... uh, You know, one, one more thing that I was going to bring attention to, uh, and this, you know, this is a big thing in our area since it's close to, you know, Denver area. Uh, Russell Wilson playing against his former team. Oh, yeah. I was, say, I was looking at that. That one was, uh, I think that's the Monday night game. Denver, Denver is six point favorites versus Seattle. That is just a sneak preview for, I would say Wednesday. We are going to bring it up, but the road to two seventy two, kind of our project for betting. We're going to uh, be recording Wednesday. I don't know when we're going to uh, release it, but that was. One I'll of try. The I'll try to get it all done that night to be released Thursday. Nice. I'd say that was one of my picks that I already wrote, wrote down. Denver minus six. I mean, it seems really low, doesn't it? Yeah. So that that one, I feel like, I mean, there's a couple of revenge games. You got Denver that's at Seattle, only six-point favorites. 
And then you've got Cleveland at Carolina for a Baker revenge game there week one. Yeah, I I was surprised when I saw I saw six and a half, but either way, six, six and a half. Like that's mm-hmm. just stupid low to me. I, mm-hmm. They don't even really Seattle doesn't really have a quarterback. They really don't. They have a second string. They have a backup as their starter, whoever they go with, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, is Do they have much for defense? I don't really know much for defense. I think they lost most of their defensive players. I wouldn't say. I, I, honestly, the the biggest thing I know from them is just because everyone makes fun of it is just it, it is those two quarterbacks. Really, I don't even know offense. You don't Unless you have the Legion of Boom again, you really don't need to, you know, know how good that defense is because you're right now the starter is Geno Smith. That, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been relevant since he was doing touch passes to Tavon Austin at West Virginia. Drew Locke, I honestly, I, I was never really even a big fan when he was drafted in the first round. But um, let's see, they got Rashad Penny, a, a wide receiver. Oh, they, I mean, they got a couple solid, you know, Tyler Locke and, and uh, DK Metcalf. But so but Yeah, they got great receivers. Other than their tight end, but um, they just don't I mean, have anyone anyone to throw to the receivers. Yeah, I mean, I, Jamal Adams at safety. There's not really there's. I mean, there's no one that's sticking out to me as a, you know. And I feel like I watch a decent amount of NFL. There's no one sticking out like, oh yeah, that's where he ended up. Like Jamal Adams is about the only one that that I recognize right now. Puna Ford. Ron, that's only be that's only because he threw a fit to get out of New York. That wasn't because. He, I mean, he is a good player. Don't get me wrong, but it's not because like, like Darrell Revis. Like, if he would have tried to leave or whatnot, you know, you knew who Darrell Revis was. Like Jamal Adams is just Jamal Adams. Yeah, actually, I think that's probably more why because it was such a big stink last year about how yep. I need you out of the Jets and all that other shit. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, Broncos. I mean, Broncos by at least two touchdowns, in my opinion. Well, it's interesting that it's six. I, I think Denver at least. I. I I, I mean, I'm probably leaning towards a touchdown, 10 points, two touchdowns. I mean, and again, you have Mr. Unlimited, I guess. You, you got Danger Russ, but I don't know. I, I guess that's – yeah, that's the team. I don't, I don't have any confidence in them. So. Um, they've, got good, they've got decent receivers. they got pretty good starting running back too. Mm-hmm. The only other, like, really great game that I saw, it's a bunch of nothing otherwise, I, in my opinion, was uh, Raiders are three and a half – Point underdogs at uh at the Chargers with the Herbert Herbert and Carr going head to head again again another one of those you know fifty two over under that's pretty uh it's pretty high up uh, amount of points there I I mean I think the Chargers just take over I I I really like that Herbert as much as I hate it because he goes he's with the Chargers but I think he's I think he's legit Raiders are pretenders right now they do have a, a solid above average quarterback but. How far is that going to take you? I mean, they. You don't think uh, Devontae is going to elevate Carr's game? I think everyone focuses on him. I mean, they do have Hunter Renfro. I mean, they 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 got. I mean, still they got do Waller. Have yeah, still have Waller. Uh, who, who's there? Do you know your starting running back is off the top of your head? Is it? Uh, I think uh, they're going running back by committee because they have uh, the coach out mm-hmm. of New England. Like they're kind of shitting on. Uh, old Josh Jacobs during preseason, like they had him playing the whole game. And that's hmm. mainly because they're kind of leaning towards running back by committee, New England style. I was going to say yeah. uh, DeMarcus, or Jesus, Darren McFadden. I even fucked with a joke. Forget it. 
That was stupid. DeMarco Murray. Yeah. Big Suey with with DeMarco Murray. Jesus. Or it's Manhattan. It seems like the Derek Carr hype this year is just astronomical, too. The I think it's just I think it's just a hype up of there we're talking about this division so much and Carr happens to be above average, so they just have to lump him in there. Oh, look mm-hmm. at how great this is. You know, you got Mahomes. You have a and you got the new yeah. receiver who's been mm-hmm. running his mouth a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. saying, hey, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's like, really? Really, Devontae? Like, yeah. I, I like Carr. I think Carr's very talented, but I the hype this year uh, hopefully it proves me wrong. I, I'm very excited for this division. This division is going to be so fun to watch. So I, I hope Carr, I hope all of them play at an equal level. No one's going to play as good as Mahomes, except for maybe Herbert. But, you know, as long as they're all at a high level, which we know Russell can do, we know Herbert can do, Mahomes, obviously. So maybe if, if Carr can do that, this is going to be an awesome division. Which Russ, he just, he just signed that seven-year contract or seven-year extension for $165 million guaranteed. I mean, these guys are going to be in this division for a long fucking time. So. That dude's been hit so long to think he can play to forty. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's in awesome shape. I, I don't. I, if he keeps his body taken care of, I think he can. But I just, I don't know. He's been. He got hit way too much in Seattle. Does the thin air help when you get hit super hard? Does it make it <laughs> landing any lighter? Or <laughs> it makes a golf ball go further. <laughs> I think that just means he's gonna fly farther when he gets demolished. But yeah. I don't know. I would say I won't disrespect him too much because again, he he's got a ring as well. He he he's he's gotten it done. So yeah, I just always worry if you're gonna pay a guy that size and he hasn't been injured yet, but he's also getting older. And the only person we've ever seen that has made it that long of a career without major injury, other than one year, was Brady with that year. Um, who was that safety from the Chiefs that just? Pull. was that Pollard? Do you remember that? It was it was the week one where where the, uh, one of the chief safeties just took him out of the knee basically, and then karma came back where Matt Castle played decent and paid him <laughs> money and he did fucking nothing. So yeah, yeah, I would say I I don't know that that one until I see something from the Raiders that isn't them raidering. I, I mean, I think you go Chargers on that one pretty easy covering, but. Um, yeah, I did, guess, uh, you know, did that, Tom that... Brady, did Tom Brady take those 10 days off because of plastic surgery? It kind of looked like it and uh, say so his, his face is very stiff. Like it almost looked, looked Botoxy, but looks so skinny, so thin too. Mm-hmm. Very unhealthy. Yeah. I would say that the, did you guys hear the rumor of what they, everyone thought it was? Masked singer. Yeah. Yeah. The masked singer. I hope that is true. I hope everyone everyone is expecting it. Everyone keeps guessing Tom Brady, and he dresses up like a fucking furry yiffin out there, and then he, they pull the mask off, and it's Tom Brady with his Botox cheeks. Yes. I, I just want that so badly. <laughs> but I would say kind of enough with week one. I mean, do we have any uh, – we, we kind of brought up season predictions at all? Anything – we kind of did MVP last week. We, we kind of did our picks as well. I mean, what I guess – Ryan, well, we'll start with you since we, we got a couple repeats with me and Clark. What a, what, What's your season prediction for the Vikings? I'm looking at their schedule right now. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, because you I mean, you put in a bet. You think they're, they're going to win the North, didn't you? Yes. 
No, trying to. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, oh shit! Okay, <laughs> with the wink. Well, I get. I mean, I guess that you have the ball. I guess you can win the Super Bowl without winning the winning the North. Um, I'm going to say thirteen or fourteen wins. Thirteen or fourteen wins. So we have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. Like top ten easiest schedules. And I'm looking at it. I think we're going to win week one against the Packers. Eagles, I, I just don't think the Eagles are that great. I think we'll beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, Lions will beat. Saints will beat. Bears are Bears might be the worst team in the NFL. Um, Dolphins, I think we can beat. Cardinals, we should have beat them last year if it weren't for a missed field goal last second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Commanders might be one of the worst, too. Their defense is going to be good this year, but I think we'll beat the uh, Commanders. Bills will probably lose to them. Um, Cowboys, I think we can beat. Patriots, I think. Jets, again, terrible team. Lions. Colts, we might lose to. Packers, we might lose to at away. So that's three three games right there I think we'll probably lose. Mm-hmm. Um, add, maybe add a couple more fluke ones that we lose. I, I truly believe we can win 12, 13, maybe 14 games. Looking at them, I would say I think Cowboys – at home and then at Dolphins is going to be your probably most difficult ones. I, I mean, other than the Packers in in house, the Bills, yeah, in in Bills. I mean, those ones. No offense, I think are just straight up losses. Yeah, um, I, I don't see how he can beat the Bills. I don't. Yeah, I would say I I, I mean those those are going to be your challenge ones. I would say and then and then as you no offense as you know as a Vikings fan, you're going to drop one to a team you shouldn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know again new coaching staff maybe won't we won't have those usual flops hopefully mm-hmm. we won't we won't lay those eggs but we'll see um yeah i i think at least 12 i don't you know maybe 13 14 oh i can tell you our buddy parker that's in the chat here he's agreeing with you as well he's a huge vikings fan as well and i'd say look, looking at the schedule here i i, I kind of agree i would say I, I mean i can definitely see i, I mean if if you don't go Right now, at least ten and seven, eleven and six. I, I think that's that would be a little bit of a disappointing year right now for you. But yeah, have you yep. seen the Vegas line? I just want to ask before I say no. It. Um, the other night, I put in a bet for nine and a half over nine and a half. Is that what Vegas okay. is? Dropped to eight point five. Average really? is eight point seven. Yeah. So hmm. I'll get some I free think... money there. Bet the I, I bet the over on that. No problem. Yeah, I bet over nine and a half. I, I yeah, think they can get ten. So, but uh, I guess uh, let's I would say since Trent's not here, maybe if he throw, throws in the chat what his prediction is, we'll go over it. But uh, Joey Falcon, watch. Falcon, watch. What's your, we'll, we'll we'll come in week five, and I'll be coming to this pod. Just this sucks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> NFL's stupid. I'm done. You guys continue. I'm I'm just I'm gonna just gonna go to my couch. Mm-hmm. Oh, Coach Cock being a disappointment if that happens, but I don't oh, know. He, never, he's been, never, never be disappointed in Cock. He he's <laughs> been he's been too hyped up this off season. You've got me. You've got me going here. Joey's choking over there yeah. on Cock. Yeah, I was Joey, choking talk, on the Cock. Mention Cock, all of a sudden start choking. We we know. We understand. <laughs> Joey, what what about your Falcons? What what, you, what what's the season goal for your your prediction? So I was going through and going through their schedule. I did it twice. And the most I came up with was seven. Um, where 
it was either six or seven. Anyway, I think they split with the Saints, they split with the Panthers. They're going to lose both to the Bucks. That's fine. That's the division. Out of the division, I think they can beat the Seahawks. Um, I'm going to say they're going to beat the Browns on the 2nd of October because I'll be at the game. Um, and then I think is they the beat Sean the Bears. In the com- Deshaun's not back. What's that? Then, no. Deshaun won't be back by then. No, 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 no. no. Um, then I think they beat the Commanders and the Bears. And then we'll see who the Steelers have at quarterback at that point and if they've actually established one. If they've established a quarterback, I'm going to cap it at six. If the Steelers don't have a good quarterback, I'll say that they could probably possibly win that game, even with T.J. Watt running around all the fucking place. So, uh, realistically, I would say five or six wins, and Vegas has them at 4.45. So, Mm. it's right around there. I'd probably still bet an over just because I have faith in my team a little bit, I guess. So, I'd still take that over. Well, and in the Steelers right now, they got Trubisky for a starter as well. Mm-hmm. They, they named him today, I think. So. <clears throat> yep. That one, honestly, I, I just have a, a weird feeling that because the, the, it's just the Steelers, they're going to mm-hmm. make him look like a rock star. And then the, everyone's going to go, what the fuck did the Bears do to this kid? Because, I mean, right. he, he's got some stats that like are up there in the league with, with wins and accuracy and stuff, but it just it can never translate with that Bears offense. Right. Exactly. Nagy, man. Which isn't he on you guys' team now? Who's that? Nagy. He's with Chiefs now, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah, he's back with the Chiefs, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Again, when you're, I guess not to keep hyping him up, but I mean, when you're dealing with Mahomes throwing the ball compared to Trubisky, I think you are going to have a bit of a difference in the offense you're going to run, but... I wouldn't say it's uh, you look at the other weapons in the line around him as well. It's more than just one quarterback versus one quarterback. Yeah. I am so you know thankful the bears took uh Trubisky over Mahomes. I am so thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Trubisky might have a ring. If, uh, if the chiefs drafted him with, with Reed, Mahomes might be on onto his third or fourth team at this point. If, if they yeah. went flip flopped. Mahomes yeah. is just a system quarterback. Let's just put it put facts where it is. Just like Brady. Yep, yeah, exactly. Just so like Brady. So is McNabb, another <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterback under Andy Reid. Exactly. And Alex Smith, he's another <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterback. Fuck it, just Mahomes system. How is Alex Smith a Hall of Fame quarterback? I'm just joking. <laughs> Motherfucker <laughs> averaged like 13 wins every single season. Yeah, I, he was very I remember. Yeah. I remember when people, before they drafted Mahomes, all of the Chiefs fans bitching about Alex Smith. And I'm like, I will take a quarterback that's going to give us 13 wins every fucking year. Well, not if they make the playoffs. I was like, no, yes, I will. I will take 13 wins a fucking year all day. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I mean, obviously Mahomes is a very huge talent upgrade over Alex Smith. Um, And, yeah, I, I think that was the right choice to switch. But, yeah, that Alex Smith era like towards the very end when all the Chiefs fans are bitching just always made me laugh. He was two and five in the playoffs, but he did win a he was 99, 67 and one. So he was always a good regular season quarterback, especially towards the end. It was just he can never in the playoffs he always shrunk under pressure for some reason. I can never get so why Lamar Jackson that couldn't run. I guess I mean, he, can, he can also throw the ball. Joey, That's kind of a difference as well. Barely. 
Joey, Chiefs fans would never bitch. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, Especially if they're Iowa State fans. Are, are you saying Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Alex Smith was? So he's going to make more money than Alex Smith. No. I mean, he has an MVP. Unanimous. How many playoff wins does he have? I think two. I'm just anyway, let, while you're looking it up, let's go to Clark mm-hmm. for his chief thoughts while you're looking mm-hmm. that up. Not 17 and now. Job. <laughs> I forgot Ollie's here again. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for you guys to swing it to me so I could give you my picks, and it's 17 and 0. Jeez. What more are you They're going to win. They're going to win them all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the Chiefs' schedule right now. I mean, we start off pretty fucking brutal. Here, here's the first. They got one of the hardest schedules there is. Like, it's gonna be a tough year. Hold on, tough. I'll, I'll, I'll just you... start like the first seven games here. We got at Cardinals to open the season on 9/11. We got the Chargers at home. We're on the road to the Colts week three at Bucks week four. Home for the Raiders, which again we always shit on Car, but they are at least somewhat competent at least. Bills at home at 49ers week seven. I mean, that that is the most brutal stretch that you could probably start your season off with. Yep. They, can, I, can I give uh, a bold a bold bet right now? Let's do the bold bet. Well, okay. Uh, I don't I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you guys talking about Chiefs. My bold bet is Cliff Kingsbury is fired three quarters of the way uh through the year. <laughs> oh, really? I like it. I, I I think he makes it at least through the season out unless he does something that absolutely fucks his team. Like I don't, I, I mean he's not on like the hot seat that I would imagine. But like, well, I mean, again, if he's making decisions that are, look as we, they've already had the leak of the contract for Lamar Jack or I'm sorry Lamar Jackson. I was just looking at his wiki page for uh, Kyler Murray out there. I mean if the, if they start having an argument and it's franchise quarterback he just played paid however many hundreds of millions of dollars to or Cliff Kingsbury. I guess I could see that. You know, it, it just got to be outwardly how many, hostile. How many seasons have they started 6-1, and 7-0, and oh, whatever, and then just mm-hmm. don't make the playoffs, shit the bed and don't make the playoffs? It's happened every time he's – every year he's coached there, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think this year they're finally just tired of it, and he's gone. I think they got to make a pretty deep run of the playoffs. I think they just keep them at that point, you know – you know, if we're going to make the playoffs or, you know, whatever, I don't think you bring in a new person and then all of a sudden it's going to change right before the playoffs. But Well, no, but if they're going to miss the playoffs, you may as well give someone in their organization a chance. Mm-hmm. They'll just they'll just have Kyler Murray just lead the team. All right, you're head coach now, bud. We're paying you enough. You can do two jobs at he once. You had to call him plays in the preseason. Might as well do it now. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah, that's uh, my bold, bold strip, my bold uh, bet or bold uh, prediction. Joey Lamar Jackson thirty-seven and twelve in the regular season, one and three in the postseason. So, I think. Yeah. So if you I, extrapolate I, that out to Alex Smith's career with ninety-seven-ish, we had ninety-nine yeah. wins. Yeah, and so that means Lamar will probably get one or two more playoff wins. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're in the same he'll category. Lamar, what's that? He said he'll end with three. I, I don't know. You're. I don't think you're going to convince Chiefs fans as much as we were okay to get, you know, to let to move on from him at the end. I don't think you're going to convince us about uh, anything bad about Alex Smith. And say Lamar just, if you want a running back that can toss the ball occasionally, I guess you can uh, 
you, you can root for him. And win you an MVP and do the same thing that Alex Smith did in the playoffs. I mean, it, it is win you an MVP. Right. MVP is a personal award, but not a team award. Mm-hmm. Okay. When they thank their team, that's a team award. Yeah. Did he? Did he? Uh, did he buy all his linemen? You know, super nice watches or or uh, Land Rovers or all that stupid shit. Whenever it's a team sport, and it's because of you that I'm succeeding. And it just it's just a story trying to make them look good to the media. I mean, I've never heard anyone complain about being a, a Lamar teammate. So, well, I don't know. Sure. They trade away his best receiver. I just don't see him uh, without his knowledge. Know. What's that? Without his knowledge, and then they draft an Iowa lineman, and everyone thinks that he's pissed about the Iowa lineman, and he, mm-hmm. he puts that tweet out. So, no, well, I, Joey, I mean, I'm not the biggest Raider, uh, Ravens fan out there. I mean, I'm. That's one thing about uh, when Iowa linemen get drafted; like they're all over the place in the NFL. So, I, I can't be a fan of every team unless they go to like if Linda Baum would have went to Atlanta. Fuck, I would have had well, every are color you talking of every tight ends or linemen. Either one, both. Okay, They're the same thing. Okay, we're just talking about blocking because one... they don't do any receiving. <laughs> just one can One's catch and the other can't. Oh, there is. Yeah. You should have been a big fan of the Vikings then when Greenway was there. Uh, I really like Chad Greenway, but he was to be my favorite linebacker on that Iowa team. Abdul Hodge was, uh, but yeah, Chad Greenway was by far the best NFL prospect we've ever had. That's including I... Robert Gallery. He's, I mean, he's obviously like eight, maybe 10 years older than I, but we grew up about 60 miles away from each other. Nice. That's what our towns were. So I remember his brother was closer to my age, and our town always had to play his brother in high school. And how'd that go? Uh, yeah, that team was really good. It was, <laughs> so it was like back, you know, I'm from Scotland, so we played a uh, part where we always uh, kind of went against Parkston on some stuff. For me, it was golf. And I had to play against Riley Reef's brother in golf, and he was a just pounded it too. And then I was yeah. talking to a guy at the golf course the other day here in Sturgis. He's like, "Yeah, when I was in high school, I had a, I had to wrestle against Riley Reef." I'm like, "Oh, geez, how'd that go?" Uh, it didn't last very long. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We done about Iowa linemen, so we can talk Kansas City Chiefs here, or. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, do you, do you want to be? No, oh, cripes. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, again, I, I think the Chiefs are going to not have the I, – I don't think we go 17-0 like uh, uh, Clark predicts. I think we're a little, little closer. Faith. I think we're a little closer realistic to about 11-6, and 12-5, but then the playoffs start, and that's when uh, – that that's when it starts to come to come together here. I think everyone we're always going to have the target on our back here, but I think a lot of the teams that really surprised us last year, other than Allen, I think it's going to be you know this, the Bengals. They're not going to come out of nowhere now. Everyone's going to you know going to be pushing to. They're going to have the target on their back. So I don't know. It, it, it's just the AFC is so fucking stacked that. I, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't even feel bad by saying we go eleven and six with how. I mean like we said with those first seven games, it wouldn't shock me if we were, you know, four and three, three and four in those games, and then really let loose once we hit the Titans, the Jaguars, you know, getting towards the second half of the schedule. But I mean, it's, it's kind of unrelenting. So I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be super upset with a kind of middle of the road uh, record, just getting to the playoffs. And then from there, you know, really work through it. 
Nice. Any other predictions we got going on here? Well, if we're doing bold predictions like uh, Ryan just did, mm. I will boldly predict that uh, now that I'm looking at the projected wins for every team, Falcons are tied with the Texans for worst. Mm-hmm. I'll boldly predict that the Falcons are the worst team in the league this year. With five you think wins. They're, they're drafting 1 1. I hope so. I really do. <laughs> Maybe you can get this DJ from Clemson. I've been watching him. Their offense uh, slightly better than Iowa's right now. But uh, I'll take Stetson Bennett from Georgia. He put up a hell of a game. Well. Good luck. I guess I don't know. I, I mean, you'd have you'd have a hometown kid. I don't know, but Bennett. I I realistically think in that game, just Oregon was overhyped rather than Georgia is who they are. You know, right. surprise. You have the same four to five teams get all the five star recruits, and they can just reload rather than rather than rebuild. So, Clemson may not be a top five team. This might come as a surprise. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. They're they're struggling right now, but I would say they they always. I think last year they uh, they struggled a bit early on versus Georgia. Now last year, I mean, it's first year of this DJ. I mean, I think uh, who was it? Cade Colbrick is their backup five star that that was really hyped up. So I don't know. I think Clemson will pull through on this one, and then they'll make the change if necessary. I mean, Dabo Dabo's there to win. He isn't there to to make friends. So I think he'll make the change that's needed to get him through the season, but. Um, um, pretty sure this or, is DJ's I mean, second year. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, well, he played a little bit his freshman year when Lawrence was injured. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah, I mean, it's still his second full year, but um, right, okay. yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know, nothing really special on him. But it, uh, again, oh, your one five-star quarterback isn't uh, playing as well. Reload with your second five-star quarterback. Right. You know, first world problems at this point, but. Clark, did you have any bold predictions for the season? Well, I mean, I already said the Chiefs would be 17 and 0. I mean, that's pretty bold right there, considering. Yes, but uh I actually uh Joey kind of kind of took mine. I was gonna say the Falcons were gonna get number one draft pick next year. They're gonna be the worst <laughs> team in the NFL. I appreciate you, it. You know, you'll own that one together, huh? Yeah. So, and then we've kind of mentioned it a little bit, just kind of get our point. Again, we're going to record on Wednesday, so probably putting it out on Thursday. Uh, excuse me, Thursday morning, but the road to 272. So we're going to try and do picks for each game, whether it's over-unders, spreads, stuff like that. We're going to try and keep track of that the full year and see where we're, uh, you know, see how how uh, we can put our money where our mouth is. I know, uh, Ryan, you said you've already put in your money or you, you've got it ready to put in. Um, I'm still looking at a few of the games, so I've got, I've probably got my mind made up on half the games. Now I just need to do a little more research on the other. Nice. Are you good? I would say if there's any last minute line changes as well. Yeah. Well, any injuries, anything like that. Don't think on it too hard, Ryan. I know. I know. It's just money. if you ever get to a point where you're like, oh, the Falcons, you know, they got a chance in this game, you, you've gone too far. <laughs> the Falcons is not one of those games I'm worried about. <laughs> I feel like Clark is trying to take Kevin's spot on a normal basis and just rile me up. 
Uh, when do you want me to send my check for my money so that you can put my bets in for me? Don't listen um, to this. Whenever. By the way, <laughs> whenever you can just PayPal, Venmo me, whatever. You know what's fun? Next week you guys won't have to because I will be in Vegas. I can do it myself. Yeah, hell yeah. That. You just need to do one of those offshore ones, Joey. Uh, <laughs> Joey, you just need to write your congressman every week until he passes it. Uh, the only problem with doing the offshore ones, and I did, I've done them before, uh, is then like two months later, you have like six hundred dollars in OnlyFans charges for your Capital One card, and Capital One's calling you, and you're like, "Fuck, I, I don't even know what these are." Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that. That's fun. That's a fun uh, conversation to have. One while you're at work, and two while your girlfriend works right next to you. So there's talk, that. talk to Brian. He got he got in charge of my credit card. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I haven't that lie. That definitely wasn't me. That, yep. they, they put it under a fake <laughs> company name, a different. Why flag. is it all big foot accounts? Yeah, big feet accounts. They're all they're all ex college swimmers, is what they are. So. <laughs> Oh, shit. I uh, say so we're kind of wrapping up. I mean, anything else football-wise? Otherwise, we'll just kind of do and in, in wrap it up here. But anything else football we talk about? Good? No, I enjoy that cat tail on Joey's shoulder. Yeah, I was trying to cover up his butthole. Uh, yeah. He got in a fight earlier this earlier this weekend, so I'm kind of letting him do what he wants. He uh, has a pretty big gash on his rear end that he got in a fight with. So okay. I feel bad for the little guy. And who knows? Maybe he'll get us some views. We can hashtag cats of YouTube in it. Oh, God. Some darty party. Hashtag pussies, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. Go Bengals. Is what he said. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you just trying to piss me off tonight, Joey? My Lord. Just Clark. He looks like a Lions Clark. fan to me. <sighs> TJ Hawkinson is the only one. Right, bud? <laughs> right. I bet you Linden Bomb has within five touchdowns of Hawkinson this year. So you think that'll Hawks be my five Yeah. Okay. You never know in the backup center they might throw it and throw it to. Hell right. he might, might just uh when he when he's scrambling and running around because he can't throw he might fumble it and then Lindenbaum picks it up. So Lindenbaum you never know then you're fucked because that's in six. Yep. But, well, let, let's quit getting bitter and, and actually talk about some different fantasy here. Instead of fantasy football, fantasy mm-hmm. about dragons and elves and everything else. Right, guys? Hell yes. Ryan Clark, do you guys even watch this, or are you guys just about to hop off? I'm up to date on both. <laughs> no. I, uh, yes. I'll, I'll, it's one of those deals where I have so much stuff I have to watch that I want to watch eventually, but just talk. I'll forget what you say by the time I watch it. <laughs> Both of them are super new, so not so nothing too crazy going on right now. Mm-hmm. Clark, well, I got you much... hold... what's that? Never mind. You go. Oh, I was just say, Clark. I wasn't sure how much you've actually. Get... Did you get into Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings at all before this? I know we've kind of talked Star Wars and stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, I I watched Lord of the Rings back in the day in theaters when they come out. <laughs> I've watched them maybe two or three times since, just on, you know streaming here at home since then but uh you know lord of the rings whenever you sit down to watch those you know you're devoting like you know half a year those movies are so long that it's going to take you a while to get through them so you know i've put in the time i've been there 
so I, I was actually kind of looking forward to this uh, Rings of Power. Um, mm-hmm. It's starting off a little slow for me as far as that one goes. Um, yeah, I, I don't get like I don't agree with all the hate that's getting as far as the uh, user reviews. Um, mm-hmm. I'd heard I'd read an article where they said that um, they were concerned that it was getting uh, review bombed. Um, that's yeah. where just tons of people come in and just throw in a bad review for some outside reason other than quality of the film but that's where a bunch of fucking losers that have nothing better to do with their time have to spew their hate on a show because because they don't want lord of the rings to go woke who fucking i don't know man that that review bomb and that's been happening on so many shows lately it's just like this is my voice can be heard and i'm gonna give it a one really a one show's got a yeah what I mean, uh, what are the complaints of Lord of the Rings? Because yeah, I posted what those what were. It's like critics are eighty percent, whereas crowd is, well, Rotten Tomatoes is like thirty four or something like that. It's because there's black people in Lord of the Rings, is what it is. Is that the reason why? Yeah, same thing that was happening with uh, the House of the Dragon. Yeah, there, there were George R. R. Martin never mentioned uh, their skin was a darker color. It's a show about fucking dragons. It's a show about a ring that I, I mean, I just yeah. I mean, people and, are and they came from Essos, and they they were the first generation over here. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we can dive into but that when point, we go. That's go why here. Ryan, right there. That's why. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh yeah. But the point is, they're the, they're from the land of Essos. Uh, it's the one ring to rule them all, and there's dwarves. That, this is fantasy land. We don't need to make real world issues in a in a show about. I mean, are we going to complain Gollum's a little too white? I mean, the fucking, we might as well at this point. I mean, it's just, that's where it is. I mean, Marvel's been, that's happened the last couple shows because they've had surprise female leads and all of a sudden people aren't liking them. So it's, it's just fucking incel nerds that have nothing better to do with their lives, basically. But I mean, well, let, and let's actually talk the, about the actual show, though. Before we move on from that, my favorite one yeah. was. There, there are not dwarf ladies in, in the Lord of the Rings. It's like, you'd be the same dudes that'd be upset if they were showing like homoerotic things from like the Orville, and it's two dudes reproducing because one has reproductive organs. Like, you'd be fucking pissed if that's what the dwarves were doing. So just shut your fucking mouth and enjoy this and watch it. Like, I, oh, yeah. I'm so over that shit. Yeah, I mean the, the show. I mean, what, what's even the budget per episode? Like, tw- isn't it like twenty, twenty-five million? I know yeah, at it was least one billion dollar per season. One billion per season. That's what I thought. How many episodes? Is, uh, do we know how many episodes are supposed to be in this Ring of Power? No idea. Yeah, I mean, either way, these shows have astronomical budgets. They look very good. I mean, you can tell with some of the other like shows that have recently come out. In these two, I mean, it is literally watching a movie every week you know, with these shows, with the quality that they are, and it's, enjoy it for what it is, you, you know, I, I mean, mm-hmm. for for me, I didn't say, I, I guess, like, for the, the Ring of Power, I was never really the biggest in the Lord of the Rings, but I wanted to at least give this a shot, because again, there's going to be so much production in there, and episode one was, was fairly slow, it, amazing first 20 minutes to get you introduced and into the series, I thought, with them um, seeking out Sauron, um, 
and then second 40 minutes of the first episode is pretty dry. But but again, you, you got to power through it because they're introducing 10,000 different characters, you know. And then the second, you know, getting into the second episode with the worm that was in the uh, um, ocean, I guess I'll call it here. And then you know, the 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 starting the I guess conflict and bringing the elves and dwarves together. I don't know. I I thought that both episodes have been very good, other than a little boring in episode one, just getting introductions done. Yep, and that's exactly how I told it to like my brother who was asking how it went, and then uh, basically anyone else is just. It, there was so much world building that I already knew from watching Lord of the Rings and stuff, but there, you have to, just like we do, you have to assume that your audience is brand new every week and kind of show them the backside of everything. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the budget is $465 million, ballooning to over a billion dollars for five years. So we're looking at $200 million a season. So, And probably a standard eight to ten episode, so $20 yeah. million an episode. Yep. So again, yep. enjoy for what it is. The the spe- you're not going to get any better special effects. They're ta- they've been taking their time on this. They cast everyone right. Just mm-hmm. well, let's get more than two episodes in before you give it a one star. You know, right? Yeah. As far as uh, the other side of that coin with House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. I think one of the things I wasn't expecting to be happening was their obvious progression in time from episode to episode that's one thing where i was like man this is like really moving along here and i mean it makes sense it it, it makes perfect sense as to why it is i mean that's just how slow things moved back then you're just kind of seeing the pinnacle and the high point of everything that's happened in that time i guess played out in each episode as far as the character's emotions and development but i i think it's a good good take on the whole uh system yep so I know for a fact they want to do five seasons of this. Um, I would say I would expect uh, probably around 20 to 40 years per season being lapsed because they want to get to the birth of Daenerys um, and then also the collapse of the Targaryens totally. So, And that's only 18 or so years before Game of Thrones started. So, um, yeah, I would... Uh, I would expect that kind of timeline. And also there's just, there's not a lot going on until they fight within, within themselves. Because I mean, for most of the Targaryen reign, if you read the books and stuff, they are pretty peaceful with each other until someone rebels. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to peace, like throughout the land. Yeah. I, I do. To, I, I did a think It was funny where they're kind of going back and forth um, with, with uh, queen or her best friend and she was just mm-hmm. ignoring she's like it doesn't have to be like this i just wanted her to turn and like you know they're very they kind of got the medieval you know thou arst you know and stuff i just wanted to be like you fucked my dad i don't i don't want to talk exactly. about <laughs> i just wanted to hear it just said you know but i i, I kind of i would say i'm 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 gonna be disappointed because the the um it sounds like middle of the season they're going to fast forward like 15 years and all these actresses and actors that you're kind of loving how they're portraying them right now are going to be completely different actors for the mm-hmm. second half. Maybe, I guess, maybe not Matt Smith, who who plays uh, uh, Damon. Damon. Uh, yeah. From what I read, yeah, it's going to be the younger ones. So, like, Rhaenyra, she's young. She's supposed to be in, like, her early teens and stuff like mm-hmm. that. She's going to be one who gets changed. Uh, the Valerian kids... Um, there's been mention of uh, her Rhaenyra's proposal to the son, and 
he's going to be one of them that changes and the daughter whenever uh she was introduced to the king as a possible uh new proposal like i was looking at that, i was like how the hell are they playing this off with this old dude marrying this kid like <laughs> it was just like oh my gosh and you and you saw it on his face too on film so i thought it was funny but with, with all the movements yeah and all of a sudden game or uh, house of the dragon is just trying to pass off a it's okay. She's just, it's like, uh, what was it? You, you, you have to, you can't marry this 12 year old and talking about yeah. uh, uh, Lyra. I can't remember her name. It's like, you can't marry this 12 year old. You have to marry your friend's 15 year old or your, right. your daughter's 15 year old friend. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of people talking about how the misogyny of this whole and everything going on so far and the abuse of women and the you know threat of power i'm like yes i i completely understand i get that i see what you're seeing but remember that also was the same way in game of thrones and then at the end it was two very powerful women fighting over the throne like yeah it's mm-hmm. uh it's a theme with george r, r. martin but it's also a theme in medieval times like i get everyone wants to be woke and shit but you can't always be that way when the source material is not only there already, but also hearkening back to a time when that's how things were. So if you don't right. like it, don't watch it type of thing. But yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I, I haven't watched any of it, so I don't know what you're really, what you're referring to, but number one, it's fantasy. Why can't we just enjoy fantasy without people just trying to be logical about stuff? Or just, mm-hmm. again, trying to just point stuff out and try to be smart. A lot of people just want to point stuff out to try to be smart. And it's like, just shut up and enjoy this. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I mean, look at, the, it, look at the turn that Sansa Stark had when, after being beaten and shit from Ramsey, became this you know super powerful person in Westeros. Like, everyone loved that and loved the character turn. It's like, get that unless she kind of goes through these things in fantasy, you know, obviously no one ever wants that to happen to an actual person, but you know, when you're watching a show and you're looking at, you know, progression and story arcs, like that's kind of cool for her to have to endure all these things and then get to the end point where, you know, she's basically the queen of the North, which is cool. So um, well, it's yeah. like for me watching, watching Barry, like, I'm cheering for Barry. I'm cheer- cheering for, I'm not going to do that in real life, but mm-hmm. when this, this show that's completely made up. Yeah. I mean, you know, just, just enjoy it. You know, don't, right. don't take it too seriously. Yep. Exactly. So the, uh, the only other thing I wanted to touch on just because I, I kind of felt it was going to happen, but first off, like when you got the, when Damon got that letter and I, I know it was more of a pride thing when he beats the shit out of that messenger. First off, I was mm-hmm. just like, did he change his mind and not send people? And then of course reads letter and goes, no, I'm going to send 10 ships to save you. You know, then the pride starts kicking in and then Damon just decides to commit a war crime, it surrenders to draw, to draw them out. And then just, just slaughters them. I was just, I mean, it, from the character they built, because I've never read any of the books, I mean that makes complete sense. But I was just, I was wondering that whole time because I had all the archers even locked in on him, ready to go, and you're like, what the hell is going to happen next? And I mean they, they've done really good with the battle sequences they've had so far. Even I loved I loved episode one when they're jousting the the uh, point of view camera angle. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that one was awesome. Yep. 
I have a question in regards to that last battle. Who was the dragon rider? So that was the uh, Valerian boy, the one that okay. they're talking about marrying Rhaenyra. And okay. the name of that uh, dragon is Sea Smoke. And just for context of that dragon, so he would be about the same age as what Drogon or Danny's dragons were when they died in Game of Thrones. And Damon's dragon is about 75 years old. So that's how much bigger those dragons from Danny's era could have gotten um, because they're basically adolescents and teenagers at that time. So, yeah. Uh, have either is either one of you read the books or like looked into spoilers or anything? Uh, nope. Had this series of books now. Okay, cool. Um, they are very good. Um, Fire and Blood is what this this series is based on, and I cannot emphasize this enough. It is so much less boring than George R. R. Martin's other books because he was trying instead of this one, he's building one family and building how they took over Westeros. The other one, he's like trying to set up Westeros. So if you were interested in getting more information, the behind the scenes of the Targaryens, I, I would highly suggest the books. But to go to Brian's point, sorry, I had the hiccups. Uh, Damon, or Damon, the character they've built so far, is spot on with how the books go. And if they keep going that way, you are going to love, hate, love. He's going to be a Jamie Lannister for you. He's, he's going to be a very good and compelling in all kinds of sides so are we gonna copy the whole aaron Rodgers thing and have joey's book club <laughs> we definitely don't have to i don't read enough for that i just so this is going to change because i didn't have a podcast to do when game of thrones was live and i was spending 40 hours a week on that um but uh i probably put 27 ish hours into house of the dragon Episode three last or episode two last week. So, yeah. Oh, with uh, like watching like YouTube videos and shit, and podcasts and rewatch and yeah. Oof. I, I love. I fucking too. love these series. I, I I spend a lot of time on this shit. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and and again, I mean, at least with this one, and they had it towards the end of the other Game of Thrones. They put it so much money, you can see the production in it. It's just, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, the only thing I got to complain, and this is really any show right now, I think I got to fuck with my TV settings. Is every scene that's at night yep. or dark, or whatever, I have to have it be completely pitch black in my apartment, or I can't see shit on there. Yep. So I don't know. Just you watch you out. If they wear those black uniforms this weekend, you're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> with everything so black you better watch out if they're wearing black uniforms this weekend for hate week you're gonna be in trouble yeah. you won't be able to see anything well you'll have the green yeah i i got you no. <laughs> I, just I, I always i always just think with the battle of the bastards where they were they they've like incepted me the directors because they made a, a bad episode saying your t you fucked up your tv settings and now every time i'm like is my tv off because i can't see shit in any of these scenes so i I don't know. I, I just don't fuck with it. I just pause it, turn my lights out, and at least I can somewhat see for the couple minutes here. But no, I'm kind of a I'm, I'm kind of excited for both these shows. Just something new. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't say. I guess we'll kind of wrap it up because we're getting close to that ninety minutes, and you know we we, we got a couple other pods we're going to record this week, so we don't give up too much. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Joey, you want to hit them with socials? 
Yep. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, hit us up at Heartland Pulse. Search us on Facebook. Just search Pulse of the Heartland. As always, if you're watching on YouTube Live, you can always search us there, Pulse of the Heartland as well. Uh, tell your friends, like and subscribe. Uh, let us know how we're doing in the comments if you're watching live. Otherwise, uh, let us know via star ratings and stuff on your podcast platforms. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, you know, we're kind of covering our favorite teams and focus Heartland. If they're, you know, I know we've had it a couple times in the college football one. You know, if you got some, you know, questions you want to throw our way, or, you know, we had some guy asking like week zero the betting lines of North Texas. I mean, we couldn't. <laughs> we had mm-hmm. to do a little research live and on the spot, but it was kind of fun, you know, just looking up different lines and teams that you wouldn't normally think of. So if you have, if you have any questions, NFL or, or want us to talk about, definitely just throw it in the chat. We've had a few people in, in this recording. So, um, yep. but otherwise, yeah, just, uh, you know, keep an eye out for Thursday. We should be releasing the uh, road to two seventy two. see how we're going to be doing on our betting. And then Thursday we'll do another live recording at eight thirty for college football specifically. So, yep. Um, yeah, and UFC two seventy, UFC two seventy nine is this or two seventy, sorry two eighty. Anyway, Nick Diaz versus Isma or Kamzat Shamayev is this weekend. Uh, another UFC pay per view. I'd like to get one of those pods in. If not, we will cover it on a couple different ones uh, just shortly. So, uh, yeah, right. also be on the lookout for that pod too. Absolutely. So, but all right, guys, well, we do appreciate you listening in, and like we said, like, subscribe, and and we'll chat with you later. Thanks, fellas. Peace out. Go Hawks. Go Cyclones.